0: Hello world, welcome to the Summer Airwear Podcast, brought to you by I Am Breezy and Rap98.com. This podcast is about real, open, and honest conversations, where we can talk about any and everything. And of course, we're going to do it summer any and everywhere. Let's get into it. I am, we are double easy. I be what you vibe, I be down to ride, I'm air I can get it cracking, I'm air world. Be on the line, am i be my whole crew with me. Keep it real. Summer ever. Summer ever. Hello world, it's your girl. I am Breezy, B-R-W-E-Z-E. Breezy with an E not a Y, And I wanna welcome you guys to the Summer Everywhere podcast. This is where we have open and honest conversations about any and everything. We're gonna do it summer any and everywhere. All right, so if you are new to the SLE fam, make sure you go find us on whatever platform floats your boat because we summer everywhere, okay? You can go check us out at summereverywhere.com and figure out what's the best platform for you guys. Of course, we have our audio as well as our visuals, right? So, I want to go ahead and get into our guest for today. This guest is a 22-year-old black female icon in the making. We're super excited to have her on our show. From entertainment, entrepreneurship to philanthropy, she is killing the game and doing it all. So, we're not going to hold you, okay? Without further ado, let's welcome our guest today. I am Breezy. Thank you, thank Thank you. you. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. So let's let's jump into it when it comes to the music industry because if you guys you know don't know she does music from rap to singing producing engineering a little bit I heard you do a little bit of songwriting okay um tell us a little bit about your journey as a musician and how you got started in the entertainment industry um I started I started in entertainment not per se music Um, And I I started as an actor. Um, As a kid, I was just really obsessed with, like, musical-type TV shows. That's a little bit where the music came from. But, like, I loved watching, like, that, So Raven, The Cheetah Girls, like, high school musicals. And, like, I knew them word for word. I was, like, acting it out with them. Um, And so that's really where it grew, um, my love for acting. And my parents decided, hey, you know, they're – They've been in the entertainment industry for years. So they went ahead and wrote me a podcast, a pilot for my own, not a podcast, a pilot for my own um, sitcom. And when we got ready to send it out to the networks like Nickelodeon, things like that, they said we needed a theme song. And my daddy, like, you ain't giving nobody else the money, okay? Because if you don't know, you guys don't know, you do get paid. every Like, soundtracks, things like that on TV shows, movies. So, he like, you're going to write your own, okay? You're going to write it. You're going to sing it. You're going to put it out, produce it everything. We're going to put your name on every last one. Because that's all different. Them are all a different chick, okay? <coughs> so, um, wrote my first song, Something Special About Breathe, for the sitcom. And that's really where, like, I kicked off into the music industry. Okay. And so you're just, what, 22, right? You're just 22 years old. How have you been able to accomplish so, so much at just a very young age? Because 22 days, you know, you still got a lot, a lot of life to live. How did you get all these accolades and accomplishments at such a young age? Well, thank you um, that y'all think I'm balancing them. Cause I'm doing a lot, y'all. I'm doing a lot here. Like I'm, I'm, I'm somewhere Ill well with it, okay. Um, and I, I, try to explain to people, you know, being a visionary is definitely like, like I say all the time, it's a curse and a blessing. Um, but I just always thought that everything that came like bright idea, light bulb in my head, that I was supposed to be the one to, you know, bring it to life or whatnot. And I did that for a long time, and I have over 12 businesses that I'm now closing because I decided that I'm supposed to be, like, Bill Gates or something and have all these businesses or something. Um, But as far as balancing it, it's one day at a time because, honestly, some days I'm not feeling this thing. Some days I ain't feeling that thing. Some days I want to do something else and don't want to do that ever again. So um, it's just one day at a time. That's what it is. That's how I balance it you know, that's that's really good that you have such a a strong um, support system behind you because not only just, you know, us us colored people, you know, we be struggling. It's hard for a lot of doors to be open for us, especially women. It comes with its own, you know, whole side of drama, (laughs) Um, especially in the entertainment industry. And to have such a good support system behind you that's consistently pushing you and making sure that, you know, you're getting in the doors that you need to. That's super dope, that's super dope. So commend in, in to your family and your team and those that continue to support you and push you. Okay, so we, we was told by a Little Birdie that you have auditioned for three major shows when it comes to entertainment and music. The Rap Game, you auditioned for season two, America's Got Talent and The Voice. Tell us what those like audition experiences were like. How was it when you got those calls and you heard that hey, they they want you. They want to see what Breezy's bringing to the table. How was that experience? Um, it was exciting for me. It it was nerve-wracking, very much so. Um, I watched America's got, America's got Talent forever since I was a kid. Um, so it's a show that I enjoy. Uh, I think it was out before my time, so I don't want to say since it started because probably not, but I've watched quite a bit of it. Um, the Voice, I've watched it from season one and same thing for the rap game. was a big fan of that. It was the first time I saw like kids on like any type of like competition type show, um, especially relating to music like that. So I was like, super excited about that. Um... But every call, every email that I got from each of those shows to say, hey, we want you, we wanna do auditions, whatever. It was just, it was super exciting, exciting. I was flattered um, and nervous as hell. (laughs) I was, you know, yeah, you girl, little butterflies. But definitely exciting though. Okay, so when it comes to to music, right, being a creative, like, what is your process when it comes to actually writing the music? Um, how how involved in you are you in the creative process of creating a record? Um, I feel like I write very unorthodox. Um, I, I I write so weird to me, but um. I don't know. It's just whenever something comes to me, like I could be watching something and it could be like a TikTok or a meme or something, and whatever the person is saying could be like spark something. And I'll go write that bar down and it could be there for months, literally. That one bar can sit in my phone's library for months before I even go back to use it. And sometimes those bars or those little skits and pieces or whatever will come into a record that I'm trying to create. Um, or sometimes they'll spark an entire song on their own. So I don't know, it just depends. And as far as like what motivates me, um, I, I want to say my family because I feel like that's the politically correct answer. Um, and although that is also true, I have learned to get my motivation from myself. That's what I'm, I'm currently working on. It's the current status that I'm in because sometimes that's not enough. And sometimes that's too much. And by that, I mean like the pressure or like the weight of saying, oh, my family motivates me. It's like in my head, me saying, hey, you know, you got to do good because you want to support them, right? Which is cool and all, but sometimes it can be too much pressure. So I'm working on doing it like for myself now. So, yeah. Let's, let's jump into it, right? You've been doing music for over a decade now, right? Um, you started when you were 11 years old, and you did your your first big single, 2018, which was "Dip," um, and you have a uh, remix out with Des Dior. Now, for those of you who do not know, um, Des Dior was feature, fr- Future's girlfriend at the time, um, and she started to pop off, and she's she's been doing fairly fairly well in the in the music game. So. How was that releasing your first big single, um, and then doing a feature? How how did that feel to work with another black female in the industry? Um, yeah, Dip was. I think I did Dip two thousand, and I wanna say nineteen or twenty, maybe eighteen. I don't. I don't remember. Somewhere, one in, in between. You no, know, that was span two thousand eight to two thousand twenty, because um, I was an adult, and I know I cussed in Dip, so that's why I say that. Cause I didn't start cussing until I was eighteen um so it was it was fun I think that's probably the first like really like fun record that I've done most of my music is um message music not that dip ain't because if you ain't trying to get a bag you can get on (laughs) um but Yeah, I think it was like one of my first fun records where I kind of got to just be free and really just have fun and not think too much on trying to like motivate or inspire or say something, you know, in the music. It was just a fun record. And working with Des was cool. Um, We sent it to her team. They loved it. I actually found her through Jada Waiter, which is Lil Baby's baby mama. She is her best friend. That's how I ended up finding Des um and she's super dope super cool cool chick um she's representing for the chocolate girls in the music game you know the skinny chocolate girls because ain't a lot of us you know we stand to us you know what i mean so yeah it was really really dope and the record came out amazing okay and so what can listeners expect from your follow-up single which is same energy okay and y'all the song is a bop okay i don't know if it's like R&B, pop, it's, like, this great combination of the two of them, and it is a whole vibe, like, it's, it's giving keep the same energy, okay? So how, how can you describe, like, your creative process behind that song, and what was it like to put out a, this is what, like, your first R&B, like, pop singing type song? Is this, like, your first one? Um, Same energy was a vibe. Like that's just the best way that I could explain it. I was having some little boy trouble chat, I say boy trouble because if it was a man it wouldn't be no trouble. Um, and it was that's what it was. It was like the conversation in my head in the boy that he was feedback and I was like, Yeah, this is a song. Like, you somebody need to hear this. you need to tell them. Keep that same energy, okay? When you see me boss up, keep that over there, okay? keep the same energy because i'm a rat and i'm a vibe period um so yeah same energy is it's, it's a vibe i feel like it's a soundtrack song like it should be on bml for empire or something so y'all you know that's that's amazing and the song y'all make sure y'all go tune in to both of the songs dip and same energy they are out on all platforms Y'all can come in and let us know what y'all think. Give us a little review on the records. Um, I myself do listen to both of them and think they are really, really dope and amazing songs. Okay, so in your bio that was sent over, girl, they told us that you've opened up for future Ti. Like, can you share some of your like favorite experiences performing live, and how was it like being around? Cause they, they some icons and they write, you know, very much so. And like, you know, I'm a big TI fan, you know, it's, you got TI, you got Tip period. <clears throat> but I'm a very big fan. And so how was that being around people who have been big influences, honestly, in, in the rap game? What is that? What was that like being able to say you opened up for these people and did you get to meet them? Yes. Um I have been very fortunate enough to open up for some pretty pretty big people. Um and I have got to meet quite a few of them. Um I'm trying to wow. think. I I think I was starstruck one time. Um I bet that was lit. I remember I, I met when I first met Waka Flocka. I wouldn't say I was starstruck, but I was like, damn he tall. That man is big. Okay. Um, he like seven feet tall. It's tall. It was it was a little much, right? And it had been that 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 short in a room, but it was really really funny. Um, I was with DJ Big X, who's over coalition DJs, um, at a, a new music Monday, and Walker was there, and him and X were talking, and X waved me over like, "Come on, come on, come on!" He always trying to get me in the mix, so. Uh, much love to him for that but he was like come over here so I come over there and he was sticking me in his picture and Walker was trying to be funny was like hold on I'm be like that I'm gonna take a picture with you and I was like it wasn't even me but okay but he was he was real cool about he's making a joke out of it um so yeah I've gotten to meet quite a few people that I look up to in the music game, um, and. I've never got to meet T.I. himself, which I do want to do. That's on my bucket list. But I've met like damn near all his kids. <laughs> like, where you be at? Because I've met quite a few of your kids. I was on the show with um, The Money a couple times. Um, so I've had a pleasure, like I said, of meeting his kids. I've done, been to the OMG concerts and gotten to meet them. So, uh, but T.I., yeah. yeah. But he liked my post on Instagram. So, you know. Oh, wow. Oh, my it's, God. I it's love getting out for you. That's amazing uh, to hear okay so let's get into your philanthropy because we've been told that you have a heart of gold and you love to give back to the people so tell us a little bit about your nonprofit organization and its mission to help the youth and young adults become entrepreneurs let's hear about that yes um so i started the bsy foundation in 2015. i was 15 at the time um and I think it was right on the cusp of me starting. Yeah, I was starting starting her in high school. One of those. Um, I was already in high school. Yeah, and I ain't like it. <laughs> Like, all them kids was real rough and real mean and rude, and they was always fighting. And I'm like, you would find something else to do, like, for real. And, um like, most of the stuff broke out, like, at the end of the school year. And I had seen it forever. Like, of course, everybody, you know, little bad kids, you know, you know, we was out here being rough and stuff. At the end of the school year, we like, we can't get suspended. We ain't getting expelled. So this is when we going to pop, pop, pop. Um, and it's just like, I don't know. It just was, it was whack, really, honestly. So. I started BSOY in 2015 doing a summer jump off. And basically, it's a big old community field day that I do at the end of the school year for families, the kids, the community to come out and just have a good time without having to be violent and extra and all of that. Um, and it, it spiraled. In 2018, um, I got official paperwork as a 501c3 organization. So from 2015 to 2018, um me and my family who I dragged into my organization as my board were doing everything out of pocket. Okay, so all of this good old philanthropy work was coming out of the pocket, boy. Um but it um yeah 2018 is when we got our official paperwork and we started curriculums and um I was like really building up as an entrepreneur and wanted to teach that to other people around me, my peers, my younger sibling, things like that. So um we created the tye program which is today's young entrepreneurs and we teach entrepreneurship from start to wow 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 so i think that's super dope and i commend you and your organization the bsoy foundation you guys can go to their website bsoyfoundation.org and donate see how you can volunteer sponsor and give back to the community okay so i really want to talk about this right how did you become the first youngest black female program director in radio back in 2016? um yeah so i was 16 at the time Wow, well, um, you were your 2016 16, at the time my dad um had this bright idea child that's where i get it from <laughs> to start his own broadcasting company and radio station um, and you know he was doing the research, and he was like, "Right, we gotta have a program director." And I don't know his side of the story on why he came to me with it, but he came to me with it and was like, "You know, would you be interested in being the pro?" Like real business, me niche, you know. In the, in the den, though, in our house, while we got on socks and pajamas. Though. <laughs> but he was like, so, you know, you want to be the program director, this is what it entails, da 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 But it was kind of casual and I was just like, nah, let me go see because um, I've always been one to just take anything or any role somebody gives me very seriously. So I'm like, let me go do my research and see what it is I'm going to have to be doing before I say yeah." So uh, I took about a day or two to go do my research, see what a program director was, what's the role, what you do, what you get paid. <laughs> you know, doing my research, and I was like, okay, I could do this. You know, it's it was ultimately being able to be a people's person and connect the with is what I saw from it, and I feel like that's me in a in a nutshell. So, uh, yeah, that is that is, and dope. I'm still currently in that. And oh, you still I'm do director, and I love awesome. it. I love it. Okay, and so what did you like most? Did you enjoy being a program director more or being a radio personality? Um well, I feel like when it comes to like you know, being a program director and at the radio station i'm I play three roles, right? So I'm the program director, a radio personality, and I'm also an artist, right? Um, and I'm also a fan, right? So just remember those four things, and I feel like. They just let me do things I didn't think I was going to be able to do. Like being the program director, I am um, working for myself essentially as the radio personality. So I'm getting to pick and approve who I want on my show, right? Like who I want to reach out to, who going to be my next next guest. I had the perk of saying yes or no to myself, right? Um, And then as the radio personality, the perk was coming back off of being an artist. Like now I'm getting to talk to these other artists. Now I'm getting to interview and have conversations with Jazzy Faye. And like, I come up with my own questions for my show. So I'm asking them stuff I want to know as an artist and as a fan. So I'm, it's just, was it was, a, it was a, a miracle all around. Cause I'm getting to meet these people that as a regular person, I probably wouldn't have ran across, you know, or I'm getting to connect dots and work on music with these people because i'm a an artist and a radio personality so it was it was a win 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 for me <laughs> okay okay they they got they both got their perks gotcha gotcha okay so can you tell us about your new podcast summer everywhere like why why the was this you know how did how did this come about what was the vision um and how, how did how did we get here today Yes. Um, So the podcast came to me a couple months ago. I'm going to be honest. I can't originally tell y'all where it came from. (laughs) That sounds so bad. But I can't tell you where it sparked originally. But what I can tell you is when I really, really was like taking it serious. So I went to Atlanta a month ago um, and attempted to move child and didn't work out. But I had already started the podcast before I left. Um... And I was just like, you know, I really miss like because I haven't been, you know, doing my show as a radio personality. I really miss like talking to people, being around people. But there are certain things like rules and regulations, things you can't, can't do, things you can't, can't talk about. When you are talking about radio versus my own podcast where I'm the director. I approve, disapprove, you know, things like that. Um, And I'm not signed to anybody so I can do what I want to do with it. And that was ultimately the inspiration for the podcast is just being, having my own control. (laughs) But I really started taking serious about a week ago. I had a dream, right? Martin Luther King to the people, but no, a week ago I had a dream about my podcast. And it's crazy because prior to that, I was already talking to my family. I'm like, my goal with the podcast is to do live shows. Like I want a live studio audience. And after I had said that to them, I had a dream about it. And I was in this big room, big auditorium. And it was full and packed from left to right, front to back of like a studio audience. But it was big, like auditorium type big. And I was up on the stage doing a podcast with somebody. And it was all open and inclusive. And somebody at the out in the crowd asked a question, y'all. And they was talking about film. I'm a film. How do I do such, 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 such? And... Somebody from behind who was on the stage, so must have been a part of the crew, started talking and was like, hey, hey, young man, let me tell you something. And then I turned around, y'all, and it was Tyler Perry in my dream on the stage of my podcast. And I was like, okay, this is when it's my vision, right? As a visionary, this is, that was the epiphany of that. Okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This ain't one I hand out. This is what I'm really supposed to be doing, Um and it was so real and so vivid that I knew that this is for real for me. Like, I can see my dad. I'm like, uh, cameraman? I can see him running through the crowd with the camera. So I'm like, yeah, this, this must be what I'm supposed to do. You know, I got the gift of gab, so why not? So that's, that's ultimately when I really start taking serious wow. with the podcast. That's, that's really, really dope. Okay, and so how do you... How do you go about choosing your guests for your podcast? Is it, like, just all the people that you love and that you want to see? Um, Are they friends? Like, how do you choose your guests? Is it a a process to pick who gets to be on the show? What is it like? I choose whoever I want. (laughs) Um, But ultimately, like I said, it, it was all about being able to be in control um, and say this is who I want This is who I don't want Like I want this person for these reasons And I don't want to fuck these people Because I don't like how they operate You know I get to make those choices For myself on this show um, And I don't, I don't per se choose In no particular type of way I talk to people who I would want to actually Talk to and ask questions to So that's, that's ultimately how I pick um, My guests for my podcast my next question is as someone who wears so many hats and so across so many different fields and industries what advice could you give to aspiring entrepreneurs and artists or creatives um a big thing for me is just like i said figuring out what's really for you right um making sure you are not putting too much on your plate don't don't be get out here and be a me now because i be doing a lot um but just really figuring out what's for you and it's okay to stop and start stuff and that's like my biggest i feel like flaw is when i start something i feel like i can't stop um like i got 12 businesses and i ain't disclo- closed none of them because i feel like i don't know it just gives like a sense of failure to me a little bit so that's something that i'm working on but i do want to put that out there too you guys like it's okay to start and stop like if that is not working if it's not you know progressing or showing nothing good for like if it's not doing what you want it to do it's okay to stop so that's a big thing that i would say um and another piece of advice do things the proper way like the legal way and by that i mean like register your stuff because it's a lot of shiesty out here so you got to really make sure you protect your work and that's in business and as an artist make sure you protect your work okay and so what is what's next for for I am breezy on any upcoming projects collaborations what's really in the works we want to know give us the tea okay um yeah yeah, they're coming. Like I said, I got a lot going on right now. Working on a lot. We got the podcast, girl. So, um, and I got some other business ventures that I'm working on at the moment. But the music is definitely, definitely still in my heart. So y'all, look, y'all get some soon. So just stay tuned. Okay. And so, where can your listeners find your music, your podcast? How can we stay up to date with what you got going on? What's next? What's new? let everybody know um well you can follow me on all social medias i am underscore breezy b-r-w-e-z-e and my instagram i am underscore breezy bree b-r-e um and then for my podcast of course summer everywhere on all social media, Summer Everywhere podcast. Um, if y'all go on any of our social medias or our website, y'all will be able to see what our platforms that we're on. But we we everywhere. We on Google. We on Apple. We on iHeartRadio. We on Rap98. We are somewhere, Everywhere. So, yeah. Yes. So, you guys, make sure that you go follow I Am Breezy, all her business ventures on all social medias. So thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see y'all next week. Don't forget, follow us on all social medias at Summer Everywhere Podcast. Bye. Bye.